0: All right. Well, hey, everybody. This is Kurt Cabana, and welcome to this week's episode of Pursuit for Purpose. As always, guys, thank you to everybody who's joined live via the different platforms, and thank you to all that will listen to the recording at a different time. So beyond honored and humbled for all the messages and the downloads, and they lift me up and let me know that there's a positive difference being made by what we're doing here. This week, we're going to be discussing mental toughness. As you guys know, Pursuit for Purpose brings the world's most passionate athletes and coaches together in a collaborative environment just like this to encourage our goals and aspirations. By helping provide the teachings and the principles of the greatest minds before us, the people around us will receive the foundations to build the rest of their lives and become champions of character. This week, we're joined by CJ Beatty. CJ has built an impressive following and brand with the baseball motivator and the softball motivator. He's also a sought-after motivational speaker who's making a direct impact in the lives of so many youth players today. On top of that, he's a musician, he's an author, but more than all of that, the person that he's becoming is what makes it all that much more special. Please welcome me and joining CJ Beatty. CJ, thanks so much for being here, man
1: uh yeah thank you so much man and and again for all the viewers man thank you uh for listening in and uh and hearing what we have to talk about and and again uh kurt uh i'm uh i, I hate that i'm in this situation in the car but life happens but at the end of the day i'm here because I, I know you're doing great things man so that and, and i didn't want to miss it
0: and well i appreciate you making any kind of availability and as you said as life happens uh it's going to happen to all of us, and I appreciate you finding a way to share your your energy with the people and uh, and giving anybody that possibility of just getting a little bit better today uh, because they have a mm-hmm. chance to hear you speak. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, no, my pleasure. So, CJ, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how your journey's brought you to where you're beginning to make your biggest impact yet.
1: Man, um, you know I'm, I'm from Winston-Salem, North Carolina uh born and raised and grew up playing baseball man i i really wanted to play football at a, at a young age but my my mother instructed my father that that wasn't happening and i needed to pick another sport because she didn't want her son getting broken up on the football field so uh just like a good husband my my father listened and he directed me towards baseball but um i'm glad he did i fell in love with baseball at an early age and and I wanted to be the best, man. wanted to be the best at every level. I idolized um, the people like Ken Griffey Jr., Derek Jeter, Tony Glenn, um, uh just you name it. Wade Boggs, Jeff Bagwell. That was kind of my era, you know, growing up, watching those guys play the game. But um, then I went on to Parkham High School, but I transferred and graduated from Glenn High School in Winston-Salem. Uh, I had 65 letters to go to pretty much any school in the country that was touted for baseball, bro. And um, that's a blessing to be able to say, you know, 65 letters came through my mailbox, right? Trying to get me to come to their university. Um, I chose North Carolina a on a full scholarship. It was 25 minutes from the house. They were D1 program. And uh, I just wanted to look out for my family because I know I had, a few, I had a few siblings coming up after me that I didn't want my parents to worry about paying for me. So I chose the full scholarship route. And, um, and it was a blessing. So um, now here I am. I fast forward. I, I, actually, I fast forward from there to getting drafted uh, my junior year from the, to the St. Louis Cardinals, and played in pro ball for six years. Uh, I was blessed to play in the uh, Chicago White Sox organization, and upon retiring, I from playing, I became a pro scout with the St. Louis Cardinals. And um, in the midst of all of that, I found my passion, my true passion, or I would say my next passion and dream of being a motivational speaker and I started my career when I was still in the minor leagues speaking in the off season and that developed and when I got done playing I transitioned into that and I went full-time in it not too long ago in 2018 and now I travel the world not only the country I travel the world speaking and giving camps and clinics and corporate workshops and things like that so uh that's that's me in a nutshell Kurt.
0: Man, I, I love it. And it's uh, it's fun to get to be in the same city that you you grew up in and, you know, helped, <laughs> helped shape and, and just fun that we get to connect. And, you know, I, I got to say as well, before I even get into the, the questions, you know, you, you opened your heart to me and, and let me, you know, speak with you a couple of years ago when I first got to this city. And, and, mm-hmm. and I, I remember that conversation and those notes that I took and uh, the advice that you gave and man I I hold that dear to my heart and I really appreciate you you know making yourself available back then and I'm just glad that we we get a chance to connect now again and gotten to see everything that you're continuing to do and and man you're a a motivator to me just as well just as much as the other players that you get to motivate you're a motivator Mm -hmm. to a lot of other people man. Thank you thank you so much means a lot to hear you say that. I appreciate it well let, let me get right into it man why is mental toughness important to you?
1: I mean, mental toughness is important because I feel like I feel that mental toughness is the equalizer. You know, mental toughness is the equalizer. If you think about it, so many people out here, you know, complain about, man, I'm not as talented as Michael Jordan. I'm not as talented as LeBron. I'm not as talented as some of these superstar athletes, right? But they don't understand that they are equipped with this muscle called a brain that is just oozing to be used like you literally mental toughness is a skill that you can sharpen it's a pencil that can be sharpened into something that could be looked at as a weapon you know so i feel that i feel that mental toughness is one of the most undervalued skills that 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 is accessible to everyone
0: to everybody, and that's the beauty of it. I mean, you're so right on the money. Uh, um, and you know, many people want to be mentally strong, but you know, they got no idea how to get started with building that skill. You got any recommendations mm-hmm. to those getting started in this
1: area? You know, it it never came easy for me because I hated reading. Like growing up, I hated reading. Um, I think the reason why I hated reading is because of the things that you were forced to read in school. Sometimes it just was not relatable. Like, can you imagine? Like, remember? I remember back in the ninth grade when we were forced to read A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens. I'm over here like, what? <laughs> it is a time, and it is a time. Something that one of the famous sayings, and and I'm like, uh, yeah, miss me with that. So, but as I got older, it's about what you read is what makes the most uh, sense. When I started reading leadership books, when I started reading personal development books that's helping me in my mental and planning goal setting and things like that that's when my life started to change that's when my mental toughness increased I started to feel people don't understand that that reading is taking your brain to the gym like literally reading the right stuff that, that forces and stretches your mind is taking your brain to the gym and it's flexing and it's working and it's, and you're stretching the mind and forcing you to think. And that right there is one of the ways to help increase your mental toughness.
0: I love it. I love it. Reading. So everybody listening, get some good books. I mean, really. And I, I have to agree with him because that's what changed me. I started feeding myself the right mental energy and and words and people you know that we surround ourselves with and it'll be a question that i have for cj later but just like we're flexing our muscles in the gym we got to flex our mind muscle just as much and so pr- please take that to heart and and if you've ever been afraid of going down that avenue of wondering like oh i got to get a book from the self help section or something like that let all that stuff go let it go and D- start diving in because when you start reading those things, even at ten pages a day, think about the compound effect of how much those things add up. So I think that's that's some amazing stuff for, for from UCJ. How how does baseball or softball or sports in general help build that mental toughness of the people playing it?
1: Um, it it's it's one of those it's one of those deals that uh, it, it's, it's using mental toughness. Really helps with your competitive edge because when you start to use mental toughness, it allows you to not make how to get over slumps a lot faster. You know, like for a baseball and softball, you know you'll get in a slump, but the reason why you stay into that slump a lot for, or for a while is because mentally you're weak. You keep digging yourself in a hole with negative energy, negative thoughts. Mentally, you're just thinking about how everything can go wrong and why is everything happening to me instead of the people that are mentally tough. They're thinking of solutions. They're thinking positive thoughts. They understand that failure is a part of the journey towards success. So they're allowing the failure to happen because they know the people that are strong mentally know that when failure happens, when you get when you overcome it, you come out stronger than you were before. So that's the difference It's like, if you can allow mental toughness to consume you, your batting average will go up. You'll make less errors in the game. You won't stay in slumps that long. It'll change the way you walk and talk and it'll help you get that scholarship. It'll help you get noticed. It'll help you earn that spot all between the ears, six inches between the ears.
0: There's the brick wall <laughs> that we've all been waiting to run through Brock right there for sure. So, uh, Man, uh, seriously, fire me up because you're so right. You're so right on the money. And, I mean, it's the kind of energy and, and wisdom that I wish was imparted on me while I was playing in high school. And, you know, there was glimpses and pieces of it. But, you know, are part of are some of these mental growth tools that you use now, you know, do you wish you had some of those that you used in your playing days?
1: For sure, man. I mean – these things, I mean, on the bus when we're back there playing cards and, and and joshing around and joking and playing video games, I wish I would have been reading my baseball journal. I wish I would have been studying ahead to the pitcher that's already on the website that we're getting ready to face. I wish I would have been looking up his stats and developing a plan of attack. And that's mental toughness. See, nowadays when I'm on stage, man, I talk about I compare baseball and softball to war to war like how you compare that to war that's not fair don't even don't take any slight at the soldiers and all i'm not i'm just saying if you learn how to take your baseball hell any sport to like it's war you will prepare differently you will change your diet you will walk differently you will stop hanging around no nonsense people because it's life or death And if you start to attack your dreams and goals, like it's war, you'll start, things will start moving for you. You'll take that journal serious. You'll bust your butt at practice. You'll show up early and leave late. That's what mental toughness can do for you. It
0: really reminds me of uh, Eric Thomas saying, you know, when you want to be successful, successful, just as much as you want to breathe, you know, Mm -hmm. then, then you'll be successful for yourself. And, and I, I think you're right on the money with just going down to the, the mindset route. And man, I, I could see the impact that you can have on these, these young men and women who need that person and outside of their circle that is still now growing to be a part of their circle to introduce this wisdom to them, because, you know, there's probably bits and pieces that mom and dad feed them, but they just think that it's mom and dad trying to give them the give them the good news or tell them how it should be but when somebody can bring it to them with through real life experiences and the the practice that you've had with it with the different players that you've had all around the world it starts to bring it that much more to reality that hey it's not about how hard i'm working right here it's am i competing against the people i don't even see right now and and they want the same thing that i that i do you know what's what's one of your uh Bigger messages that you're that you're giving to these kids, as far as a a, a whole a bigger picture approach uh, to
1: life. You know, I, the, the thing I like to tell the kids today is is I want you to start fighting for your dreams. You know, I like to paint analogies. Like I said, I use for an example about war, and I I like to use for an example about fighting for your dreams. Like if you're a boxer, you're going to get punched. I like to prepare kids and players to understand that failure is necessary. You're going to get punched. You're going to fall down. You're going to get bruised. You're going to strike out. Slumps are inevitable. Like, it, it's going to happen. But if, if I can get today's generation or whoever's listening today to understand that that failure is not not that failure is going to happen. Failure is necessary for your development. Like, you need it. Stop running from failure and run towards it. Because if you run towards it, you're going to get to your dreams and goals much faster. So why would I not run towards failure? Don't you? What, you want to get there slowly or do you want to get there faster? Well, when failure opens, knocks on your door, open it so you can go through it to grow
0: through it. Love it. Love it. Run towards failure. Run towards failure. I mean, I'm I'm jotting that one down too quickly for sure. And CJ, the passion that you exude and, and the energy that you bring to everything that you're doing, what's your purpose?
1: Man, my purpose is to be able to, I want to be able to point so many people to the better version of them. I want to point as many people as possible to the best version of them before my time expires on this earth. That's why I take these calls. That's why I take these zooms and and lives and things like that, because it's not about how many people is going to be on. It's about that one that's logged in right now. That wants to change their life around for the better, yes, not sir. for them, but they want to change their life around for the future and for their communities and for their families and for that little niece and nephew that looks up to them. That's why I'm on here. And that's why I'm proud. To say I'm proud to sound proud of you, Kurt, for taking the initiative to stay consistent with this. Because sometimes we're all human, man. We're, we're human. We look at stats. We look at statistics and everything like this. And I want you to stay encouraged. For you to know, Kurt, that you're doing this thing, big dog. And I'm appreciative of very – it's an honor to be on your platform right now to talk to these people about purpose in life and everything like that.
0: Man, my heart is, is beating out of my chest right now with just the energy that you got me flowing with. And I can tell you this, there's more than one on this call because I'm the one right now. And, and, and wow. that's what I, I know that I'm being touched and I'm being impacted and you're making me grow as a person and helping me build my own positive affirmations towards the things that I want to do because I'm so on par with everything that you're saying right there as far as mm-hmm. it just being for one. Just, and and if it's for one, one turns into two, turns, two yeah. turns into three, and we just keep compounding it. And, and it's people like you that have been consistent and doing these things and seeing where it gets to take you. And it's not that I want a piece of that. It's I want a piece of that for others. I want yes. to see them grow. Yes. And I know that, you know, my favorite Zig Ziglar quote, just being that if you help enough other people get what they want, you can have everything that you want, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and and that's a part of this, you know. Personal development, s- self growth, being your best, save me from extinction, and all yeah. I can all I can think of is giving people back the tools that help me because if help me, it can help somebody else. And hey, it might not be it for everybody right now, but there's going to be a certain point in your life where you're going to have to realize that just like you said, it's the six inches between the ears that are the thing that's, uh, that's making all the difference. So why wouldn't we have control of the one thing that we have control of? And, and that's our thought. So, I mean, I'm sorry to go on a ramble there, but you
1: got me to too. No, fired bro, up. You're, good, bro. you're good, bro. That's good stuff, man. That's great stuff.
0: CJ, when, when did you know that your story could help build others up?
1: Man, that's a good question. I, I realized that telling my story would help whenever I started to speak in elementary schools when I first started. And I was sharing my story about getting drafted and starting in Little League and everything. But I really did understand that my story was relatable when I got released from the Cardinals. Like the time that I got released from the Cardinals and my contract, that's when I hit rock bottom in my life for the first time ever. I mean, I've been highly touted, ranked in the state, ranked in the country, drafted, best of this my entire life. So whenever they told me that my contract was up and I was released, that was rock bottom for me. And that's when I knew I had a story that needed to be told only because I decided to go right and not go left. I made a decision. I'm a fight. Or I'm not. I'm not going to conform to society and go back with my head between my legs. I'm a fight for mine. So I made up in that decision on that I-95 drive, ten and a half hours back to Winston-Salem from West Palm Beach, Florida. I made up in my mind six hours into the trip that they haven't seen the less of, the the rest. They haven't seen the rest of me. They're about to see the best of me.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh man, that is money right there for sure. Oh yep. gosh, and decisions—you know, just like you said, we go left, we go right, but it's the choice that we make that that determines the direction that we're we're heading for ourselves. And it reminds me of the kind of old adage that you can't change your uh, you can't change your your destination overnight, but you can change your direction.
1: You sure can. You and, sure can. Uh,
0: and, and you made a decision for yourself after a pivotal moment in your life that that wasn't it. And, and man, you gotta be, you know, commended for, for making such a decision because a lot of us are faced with similar decisions at different times. And, and I know for myself in my adolescence, I was faced with that decision and I tucked the tail and I hid in plain sight for a long time and didn't give the world the best of what I could be. But, you know, it was only after, uh, I brought life into this world and finally had my son that I knew if I was ever going to ask this young man to do anything, I had to do something right first. And, yep, and that's, yep. that's been my biggest motivator in into getting everything changed and, and trying to help some of these kids avoid some of the same brick walls that I drove head first straight into. So I, I, I just think it's so awesome what you're doing and, and where your momentum and energy and positive direction is going to continue taking you, man. And, what, you know, we talked about do what, you know, reading some books and things that can help your, your mental toughness. You know, what are some other things that you do to build your own mental toughness?
1: You know, I, I of course, we talked about books. Uh, one of the things that's, that's unique in a way is um, when I'm on trips, when I have my flights to my speakings uh, or I have a drive that's a little over an hour or two or three hours drive. I make it my business to purchase audiobooks i purchase audiobooks and love purchasing audiobooks like how most people purchase shoes (laughs) so when i go into uh the the store itunes and i type in audiobooks and i start shopping i look for titles i look for reviews i look for this and I shop because I know that what I'm getting ready to purchase is going to change the landscape for many, for many lives, you know, I'm feeding my mental. So what I think people need to understand is feeding your mental is not an assignment. It's a lifestyle. Feeding your mental is not an assignment. It's a lifestyle. It's something that you need to be intentional about, and I try to make it my business that when I'm riding in the car, my homies get in the car with me, they be like, oh, Lord, he's about to put on this sleep music, and and it ain't even sleep music. It's just Earl Nightingale and the strangest secret in the world, (laughs) you know, and they're like, oh, man, I'm about to go to sleep, man. He's about to bore us to death, but I say, look, man, that's the reason why you're in the situation you're in now, because you think that way. Instead of just shut up, shutting up, put your seatbelt on and listening, you over here worried about the wrong stuff. You need to be listening to what my man's got to say. And maybe you'll get out of your situation. If we could just be intentional about what we listen to, because so many times we just listen to any and everything that everybody else listens to, and it has no substance. It's not building your mind. Sometimes it can be tearing you down. And you wouldn't even know it because you allow you allow people to li- you allow yourself to listen to it just because everybody else is listening to it. So be careful what you listen to because it is shaping your mind.
0: Guys, if you have not listened to the strangest secret by Earl Nightingale, that's some of the best 30 minutes that you can take to completely yeah. transform your perspective. And, you know, one of the things that he talks about on there among many amazing things is, is we're the captains of our own ship. And we gotta, we gotta have a destination in mind. And too many of us are just letting it go out into the water without any direct directions or map or anything like that. And how are you ever gonna hit a target that you can't set? So just take those 30 minutes and, and really listen to it because many of the things that we're talking about and sharing right here, these are knowledgeable people that have passed along this stuff 70 years ago, and it's still just as relevant today. And, uh, you know, even I, I CJ, I know one of your um, your mentors of the past is uh, Jim Rohn and, uh, oh, yeah, and, and yeah. I mean, some, somebody that I, I love myself as well, too. Um, what are some of your favorite books and any book suggestions that you would recommend? towards the kind of the beginning of somebody's
1: self-discovery uh two right off the bat my first book that i read that changed my life was thinking girl rich by napoleon hill thinking girl rich by napoleon hill is filled with a lot of well first of all let me just say let me just say this i ain't gotta tell you what it's filled with let me give you some statistics real quick that had me like whoa i gotta go buy this book um open winfrey read the book seven times uh it's a millionaire matchmaker. So many millionaires, hundreds and hundreds of millionaires, thousands of millionaires have contribute, contributed their success to reading this book. And the last stat that I'll tell you that just had me like, okay, all right, that's too much. I got to go buy this book. It's when they said it is the second most purchased book after the Bible. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is a statistic and a half. Man, when I, when I heard those three, especially that last one, I said, okay, bro, I'm going to Barnes and Noble right now. But see, here's the thing that's crazy about where we're at as a, as a people. I told you all of those stats, you would think that that book would be well over $100. But when I showed up to, when I showed up to Barnes and Nobles, I was able to get that book for $9.99. Giving it away. Just For $10, you can become stupid Successful. For ten dollars, <laughs> but yeah, we got people out here saying, "Bro, I don't know why if things ain't working for me. I don't know why." You ten dollars could possibly change your life. That's amazing. And it did for me. That's... So, Thinking Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, and then my second, my my honestly, my favorite author is John Maxwell. Oh yeah, John Maxwell is my favorite author. He's one of the guys that I don't care what book title he comes out with. <laughs> if somebody just, if somebody, hey man, you want a Maxwell book, name it. I'll be like, oh, just bring me anything. Anything that he writes. I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. Because I know the way he writes is good for me. It's pop-up book style. I don't like all the words and words and words and words. John Maxwell will tell you the story and it'll inspire you. And then at the end of that story, he'll give you, here's the laws of that. And this is how you do it. That's what I like. I like for you to inspire me, and then all of a sudden you hit me with, let me tell you how you need to get it done in your life. Do this, do this, do this, and do this. That's why I rock with John Maxwell, because it's a pop-up book, baby.
0: John Maxwell's amazing. I'm right there with you. One of my favorite quotes from him is, if, if there's hope in the future, there's power in the present. I, I, I love that guy. He got some great stuff. I'm listening to that podcast all the time as well, too. I mean, he's And again, guys are giving it away. People are giving, giving away, away this this just knowledge and it's all for everybody else so that they can work to become the best versions of themselves. And, and I just love that this is really starting to infiltrate sports because it's uh-huh. building the, the person a, as a whole. And uh, you know, why is it important in your opinion that athletes build the whole person and not just focus on their sport?
1: Because the sport don't last forever. Sport don't last forever. I mean, as simple as that. As sport don't last forever, but if you build you as a person, that will. I love sports because of what it makes, what it what it what it what it turns you into by sticking with it. But you can't just focus on man, sports, 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 sports. Sport, sport. sport won't be here forever, but your mind will. That's why it's important to grow it. I
0: love
1: it, uh, and and.
0: I just appreciate being able to hear the things that are in my heart coming from people that I look up to. So uh, you're just still right on the money. The sport's not going to be here forever, but you <laughs> you are going to be here as long as you're here on this earth. And, and yep. I just want people to hopefully be built on more than just a sport so that they, when their sport fails us, because we know that it's going to, you, you got something else left to stand on. And I think that attributes to a part of mental toughness as to how it's easier to get back up, how it's easier to break uh-uh. out of slumps because you're not identified by this whole thing. You know, I'm doing things the right way. And if I keep doing things the right way, the rest has no choice, but to, to come to the best of my own abilities. Yep. Important one that I want to ask you that I hear you talk about a lot. You, you often talk about the people closest to you. How have uh, mentors and positive role models made a difference in your life?
1: Just everything, man. Uh, I would not be where I'm at if I didn't stop hanging around the wrong people to hang with the right people. And I definitely wouldn't be where I'm at if I didn't understand the value of being a, uh, uh, following a valuable mentor, uh, being a great mentee as well. People think that to become a leader, you just start as a leader that's that's not correct great leaders at one point were great followers you got to become a great follower before you become a great leader and i pride myself even till i mean i could be a gazillionaire have all the money in the world and you'll still hear me refer to my mentors you'll still hear me refer to the how jim Rohn is in my car educating me. You'd be like, what do you mean by education? You're the one that's writing the books. You're the one that's leading the seminars. You're the one that's, well, let me tell you something. Nobody did it by themselves. Everybody was inspired by somebody. And that's what they talk about in the book, Thinking we Rich. Even the Lone Ranger had Tonto. <laughs> and also, even Albert Einstein has went on record, one of the most notorious known, well-known Uh, geniuses of all time has been on record saying I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't from the positive influences of other people before me. So yes, it's all about who you're following and who's around you that matters.
0: Love it. I love it. And keep your your circle close. Uh, I I believe it's, and I'll I'll let you even uh, say it a little bit more, but I believe it's uh, the, the five people that are closest to you are going to be a reflection of pretty much yourself. It, um, exactly. How, how is, not, not naming any names, but is that limited in your opinion to the five? Or as you have those people that you're close to and you continue to grow, does that circle get bigger and bigger because it's a positive circle and not the wrong kind of circle?
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. I mean, it's, it's an infinite circle when you find the right people. Love it. You know, it's, it's when you when you know how they, my mentor said you need to form and a mastermind group. A mastermind group. They didn't say find a mastermind duo. It's <laughs> a group of people. So as people come, as people move, as brains grow, as people evolve, as as new people emerge. I don't care. I don't care who you are. I said something today. Listen to me closely. I was in a meeting today and I was pouring into somebody. And I told them at my table, you will never take a seat at my table if you're not actively growing your personal development. I don't care your status. I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you are, how much money you're worth. I don't care none of that. All I care is you could be a janitor, but if you're actively growing your mental toughness, you got a seat at my table. That's the price of admission at my table. Grow your mental toughness. And then you can sit with me.
0: Love it. Love it. And that's uh, that's almost straight from the mentality of Earl Nightingale right there from The Strangest Secret. You know, success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Of a worthy ideal. (laughs) Any person that's working towards whatever they believe in is a success. And, guys, you've got to believe that because if you have something predetermined in your head, it, you are working towards. You're a success, and nobody can take that away from you because you control what you're working towards, and and th- that's 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 something to be proud of because you can control that. Like I said, and and those uh, compounded steps add up into a, a lot of different things. And C J, you you know, I, I know we've talked a lot about mental toughness. We have talked about growing as a person. You know what do you, what does it take to reach your goals and what's it going to take for you to reach your goals?
1: Um, It takes a plan of attack and discipline, man. You got to plan it out, but then you got to be disciplined to it. I'll give you an example. February the 1st this year, I started back on my weight loss journey. And the one reason why was a selfish reason, right? It was more so, man, I don't look right and feel confident, confident in my clothes anymore. You know what I'm saying? So it's time for me to w- lose his weight. But m- let me tell you how my mental toughness kicked in. And I learned this from John Maxwell. At one of his summits, his Chick-fil-A summits that he does uh, recent, that he does often at once a year or something like that, They, it's the, uh, com- it's the Comcast or the Telecast or whatever it does. I was at one of the churches and we was listening to it. He says, one of the things that I need to touch on that people don't understand in leadership is they don't value their bodies like they're growing their minds, growing their minds, growing their minds, but they don't grow their physical because in return, if you are disciplined in the change of your body and the diet, it will turn you into a mental beast. And I had to take that to heart because at that particular time, I was all about my, my, mind, my, mind, but not body. I was like, man, I ain't playing sports no more. I ain't got to worry about this body. I just need to grow my mind. But I was selling myself short. So now, February 1, when I started this journey, right? When I started this journey with uh, weight loss, I told my private instructor, I told her, I said, listen to me, I think about 100% of everybody in here working out with you wants to change physically. And of course, I want to change physically. But for me, that's not my cake. That's the icing. The cake I'm in here for is for what it's going to do for me mentally to wake up at five o'clock every morning to come see you. That's what I'm after. What it's going to do between my ears. I know that if I stay disciplined, it's inevitable that I'm going to reap the benefits of my body changing, but I'm not, that's not my focus. What makes me hungry is the fact that I know it's going to do something up here between my ears.
0: The mental sweat, the mental sweat that we get from challenging ourselves and building that consistent action. And, and I'm, I'm not too, I'm not too far, um, into my own, uh, you know, weight loss and physical change. And man, I'm resonating with you too much because it was just that mentality of, man, I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin anymore. And, and I mm-hmm. knew that if I wanted to help people become their best self, that dang it, I got to turn into my best self as well, too. And, uh, you know, I, I get my players that I get to be around every day. And it started with a, a, a small challenge and a selfish challenge of, hey, we better not come back from break and I have a bigger physical transformation than you do. But that was the start. Now it's for me. Now it's, now it's turned into what's, what's grown and in, in the, the passion of just seeing myself grow, because especially getting a day started, like you're saying, it builds that whole rest of the day towards knowing that you already accomplished something so man I got no doubts in my mind that you're going to be going through your own pretty large physical transformation and I bet you that's going to lead to the next positive momentum of things that you're you're chasing man I I see that coming too much because when we got people that have the mindset that you have that challenge themselves to do something better watch out because something's about yeah. to
1: happen. yeah yeah for real and I'm and this is the first time that I've really like dedicated and went into the, 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 the lifestyle change mentally. I went into this physical with the mental being my priority. And i have already, I mean, I'm telling you, within two weeks of doing this, yeah, I've seen physical change. Seriously, I have. But what it's done for me mentally, I am a freaking savage for success right now. <laughs> like, I am oozing with it. You can hear it in the tone of my voice. And all of this has come from that kickstart of me changing my body around. And me being disciplined to say that I got to wake up at five o'clock on the days that I'm going, even when I don't feel like it, if I stayed up late at, at two o'clock, writing down dreams and goals, and then I know that my alarm is getting ready to go off in three in three hours, it doesn't matter because my passion is waking me up for what it's going to do for me mentally, is that's what it's all about.
0: I love it. I love it. CJ, let, let me ask you, ask you this, and I'm sorry if it's a little bit more of a personal question, but...
1: Has faith played a role in your journey at all Oh heck yeah faith oh heck yeah faith is the only thing that that picked me off of the ground when I got released when I was at my lowest point the only thing that like when I got released the only thing that picked me up was gospel songs that I that I remember growing up in church that's what picked me off of the ground. Like, literally, I was at my lowest point. It was nobody that I could have called to restore me. It was no voice I wanted to hear. The only thing that I had dear close to me was, uh, uh, hallelujah anyhow, never ever let your troubles get you down. Whenever trouble comes your way, hold your head up high and say, hallelujah anyhow. I sang that on repeat <laughs> for about hours. But every time that I finished that and complete that song, it, it, it hardened in a good way. It, it started to build me back up. So the faith, does faith play a, a role in me? Heck yeah. You can look at my Motivational Nuggets logo for my LLC, and inside of it is crosses. Right, right. All that's intentional because I'm nothing without it.
0: I love it. I love it. I'm glad to hear that as well, too. And and you can you can hear that oozing from you just as much as as everything else as well, too. And when we have that base, uh, I think that it it really uh, it's a lot of things to build off of. And for me, a part of this was something that told me just get out of the way. <laughs> this one, ain't, this one ain't me. This is uh this is something that gets to happen through me, but it's not me. And so I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity and grateful that these decisions and choices of going left to right have led me to having conversations such as this with, with people like you who, who get to make me infinitely better uh, week by week. And uh, I don't take it for granted at all. So I'm too appreciative of your time too appreciative that you've made yourself available today. And I want you to make sure to uh, please tell us the things that you're working on. Please tell us where we can follow you. If somehow somebody's not already following you, please let us know all, all the ways that we can follow CJ, man.
1: Yeah, thank you, man. Um, just you know, for the ones that want to know a little bit more about my journey and what I got going on, please visit my official website, cjbaity.com. Uh Check that out, B E A T T Y. Um, check that out, and you'll see everything that I have and who I've become and how I've done how I've done it. Um, my music. If you want some faith based faith based music, I have that as well. On top of baseball music, softball music for walk ups and things like that. It's all clean music, but that's a, hey, it, it, it bumps. Okay. Mm-hmm. It snaps, you know what I'm saying? So if you don't like music that, that might potentially bust your speakers, then I might not be the ones that you don't need to listen to me. Cause I got the bass <laughs> all the way up in my songs. But, um, other than that, man, I'm, I'm, uh, you can find me on Instagram at CJ 44. That is basically the hub for me. I'm on Facebook as well on Twitter as well. CJ 44. um, and for my for my business people, that might not that might be heavy on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn, man. Come find me on there too. It's a party going on. Come on and join it. But uh, other than that, man, that's where you can find me. Hit me up. Let me know that this is uh, where you heard uh, you, that that you heard um, where to find me on Kurt's platform right here. Um, and uh, I will be sure to follow you back. And if you have any questions moving forward, make sure you reach out to me. Slide in them DMs. Um, uh, not head first. I don't want you to get hurt slide in feet first and, uh, and I'll, get, and I'll get back with you. I love it, man. I love it. I, I
0: appreciate it too much. And, uh, I want to give you uh, one more chance. If you got anything else that uh, you felt like we didn't, uh, touch on or any message that you want to say that's more dear, dear to you.
1: You know what? I just want everybody to get out here and fight and push, man. It's not too late. It's never too late. The best time to start is always now. That's the best. The best time is always now. It's not later. It is not what it coulda, shoulda. It's now. All you got to do to start is make a decision. You know? And and and, and if you want to bring faith into it, because I think it's very important, I need you to understand this. That faith without works is dead. So don't just pray for something to fall out the sky. Make sure you put works with it. Stop worrying about the X's and O's. Stop worrying about the views. Stop worrying about the likes. Understand that we're all pawns on this equation, in the, on this chessboard. Right? We're all pawns. Just do your part, control your effort and attitude, and let the X's and O's, leave that to the big man up top. You you get out your bed, thank him for waking you up, get out there and do your job, and that's win the day. Win the day. Help as many people as possible, and I'll see you at the top. I love it. I love it, CJ. Thank
0: you so much, man. Guys, as a little bit of an actionable request for this week, do something that you know can improve your life that scares you. Take that first Ooh. step in creating a positive change for yourself. And uh, as, as Wayne Dyer says, you cannot be lonely if you like the person you're alone with. So, guys, I really appreciate everybody's time this week. It's It's been A pleasure. I know that I've got infinitely better, like I said, and this is going to be one that uh, I listened to. uh, I'll maybe mute myself out. Just kidding. But uh, just CJ (laughs) bringing the fire this week. I I appreciate everybody's time. Have a good one and, and take care of yourselves, everybody.